So hearing various responses from people made me realize that my situation is urgent and could very well be dangerous. So once again, my PCP's office has sent me the wrong document. I don't want to have surgery in the middle of my tour, but if it means this finally gets resolved, like I might just try it. <sighs> Welcome to episode eight of Sludge, an American healthcare story. I thought episode eight would be the episode where I get to say, good news everyone, I've had surgery and everything is awesome now. The story is finally over. Whee! But it's not. My name is Caitlin Durante. Joining me as always in the telling of the sludge story is my friend, my hot sludge Sunday, Sammy Junio. Whoa. <laughs> that caught me off guard. Oh. I was walking with the sludge. Wait, what song is that? Walking with a ghost, Tegan and Sarah. Oh, sure. Oops. I loved it. Tegan and Sludge. <laughs> okay. Uh, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for your musical contributions to the show. You're welcome. So to recap what has happened so far, I had a sludge attack. I went to the sludge emergency room. <laughs> I eventually saw a sludge specialist or a sludgeist. I eventually had a consultation with a sludge surgeon or a slurgeon. It's been over two weeks since we recorded the last episode. During that time, I've gotten a lot of responses from people who have either listened to the first few episodes of the podcast or have seen my posts on social media about my sludge issues. Now, on the podcast so far, I feel like I kept saying things like, I'm fine, I'm very frustrated, but I feel fine. Most people have a more urgent medical situation than me. I think I was kind of downplaying the urgency of my medical situation. So hearing various responses from people made me realize that my situation is urgent and could very well be dangerous. For example, a message from someone to me says... I lived with gallbladder attacks for about four years. I saw eight different doctors, and it wasn't until I was rushed to the ER that it was removed because it caused my pancreas to explode. It took the surgeon six hours to remove all the gallstones from my body. A message to me from another person. I very unexpectedly had my gallbladder out last year after a very sudden and painful gallbladder attack. I was given very little info or choice about the procedure, especially about the recovery, and I've been having digestive problems since my surgery one and a half years ago. I'm on a prescription, taking daily over-the-counter pills, and had an additional procedure. Whoops, forgot to mention that I was violently ill two weeks after the surgery because gallstones were stuck in my liver. Fuck. Find a surgeon who knows their shit and a gastroenterologist who knows about gallbladder stuff and post-surgery complications. That's very good advice. Thank you to the person who sent me that. However... If you've listened to the show, you know that my gastroenterologist was not helpful by any stretch of the imagination. My surgeon, I don't know if he knows his shit. He's just the one I was referred to because, again, I'm at the mercy of this stupid healthcare system and I don't really have a choice in any of these matters. So that's all very cool. And I'm so sorry to hear about the horrible complications these people have had. Here's another one. Someone tweeted at me. 
sludge sister here. I ended up having emergency surgery after bile slash sludge exploded into my lungs. Fuck. Pulled there and burnt my organs. Oh my God. Because doctors did not and would not help me when things were manageable, I nearly died. Yeah, you're speechless. I, I'm. It's is it, sludge like a like a mystery thing that like doctors don't want to handle. Like, what's the deal with I that? I don't understand. I don't think so. I know. I know some conditions are much harder to diagnose than others, but like when I got the ultrasound, they were easily able to tell that I had sludge. Like, I don't. It doesn't seem to be one of these mystery conditions that doctors just can't pinpoint it, it seems to be something that is one way more common than that i thought these are just three examples of people who had reached out to me i've had dozens more i had no idea how common of a condition this was but apparently everyone has sludge right but it seems like a lot of doctors refuse to do anything about it yeah I'm, I'm wondering if like sludge treatment in general is like something that's like like high risk and they don't want to do it so they don't get like sued from malpractice or something and they just keep passing it off to other people or something yeah i don't know maybe i don't know it seems very hands-off i truly does and i and i again truly had no idea how dangerous this could be how many complications are associated with it but again like as far as i understand i'm i'm not a doctor i'm not a scientist but if, if like many medical conditions, if you catch it and treat it early, you avoid many of those complications. But because I've, I've been strung through this disaster system where I've just been jerked around with appointments that I didn't need to go to, referrals that I've been waiting forever for, all that kind of stuff, it's making this process so much more drawn out and as a result, potentially dangerous, way more than it needs to be. Jesus so, that's the thesis of this podcast. Okay. The people who did reach out to me and, and tell me these things, I know they didn't do that with the intention of scaring me. They, you know, they were saying them out of camaraderie and empathy. Like, I know what you're going through. I went through it too. But now I'm very scared. Sure. <laughs> like, and I'm even more frustrated and alarmed that this process has been so slow and drawn out because of what might happen if my issue continues to go unchecked. Now, at the time of this recording, it's been three months since my sludge attack. Three months! Ah! Like, and nothing has happened in that time except far too many appointments with incompetent medical professionals. And it's been almost three weeks since my consultation with Dr. X, the slurgeon. And I hadn't heard anything about my slurgery. (laughs) (laughs) that I was waiting to have approved by my insurgence company. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Dr. X said it would take at least three weeks for me to get word about that. So I've just been waiting patiently. But why would it take three weeks when my sludge could apparently explode at any second? Like, I don't know why they allow the process by which you have to wait for a pending approval, why it takes so long. Then a couple days ago, on August 7th, I get an email from my primary care physician's office saying that a new document has been uploaded to my patient account. And I think, hey, 
Maybe this is the authorization I've been waiting on. Maybe my insurance has finally approved the surgery. Can't wait to see. I log in and look at the document. Now, I can't really tell what it is, but it has the surgeon's name on it, Dr. X. So I think, okay, maybe this is it. Maybe this is it. I call the surgeon's office. Here comes another dramatic reenactment. Sammy, would you once again lend your extraordinary talent to the part of the staff member? I will play myself. I would love to. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Here's the conversation that we have. Yo, what's up? It's me, Caitlin Sludge Slut Durante. I just received an authorization from my primary care physician, and I think I've been approved for the surgery. What's the authorization number? 666-420-6969. Type, 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 clack, 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 clack. No, this is the authorization for the consultation you already had with Dr. X. Oh, wait, why would my PCP send that to me again? I, I don't know. There's a long pause. Your authorization for the surgery is still pending, but we'll call you when it gets approved. Cool, cool, cool. Tight, tight, tight. Talk soon. Bye. Click. Okay. So once again, my PCP's office has inexplicably sent me the wrong document. This time it was apropos of absolutely nothing. At least last time I was actually waiting on a document from my PCP. From what I gather this time, my PCP doesn't have to do anything. Now the surgeon's office is the one who is waiting for the approval and will notify me when the approval for the surgery has gone through. So it's almost as if my primary care physician's office was like, hey, we haven't tortured or confused Caitlin in a while. Let's send her something that will grind her gears, that will stir her sludge, that will gall her bladder. <laughs> I can't believe my PCP has the gall to do oh, that. Ding, ding, ding. All right. So <laughs> I'm still waiting for my insurance to approve the surgery. I'm about to leave for my trip to Europe in a few days. I've had no less than 20 people say to me, oh, you're going to the UK. You should just try to have your surgery there, which <laughs> I don't want to have surgery in the middle of my tour. But if it means this finally gets resolved, like, I might just try it. I, I don't know. I am, again, even closer to my wit's end than I was before. And that is where I will end this episode. The story, as you can tell, is still not over because the sludge is still in my body. And again, might burst out of my body at any moment in a way that might kill me. So that's reassuring. But more importantly, now I'm just really hungry for a hot sludge sundae. <laughs> like, uh, we, do you want to go get one after this? Absolutely. I did have two hot dogs for breakfast, so maybe not today. I'm sprinting towards gallstones. Apparently myself. we all are. Apparently everyone is just riddled with sludge. And some people know it and some people don't. Oops. So best well, of luck to you. Doctors aren't going to do anything until they es explode, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Damn. All right. Well, hey, you can follow the podcast on Twitter <laughs> at <laughs> Sludge Podcast. You can email at sludgestorypodcast at gmail.com. You can follow 
me on Sludger and in Sludgegram <laughs> at Sludgelin Sludgeante. My bit. How dare you? <laughs> this is all I have, Sammy. You're right. Um, but where can people find you and follow you and thank you for being such a wonderful part of this? Uh, find me on InstaSludge at it under sludge your under sludge Sam. <laughs> Very good. Uh, well, I guess there's only thing one left to say, and that's hashtag sludge life. Peace out, sludge of those. Whoop whoop. <laughs>